I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Talking about athleticism, he's got to see Webb. He does. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. All-star night. Ned, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? When you were growing up, what... What did you like? How did you view the All Star Weekend? What, I loved were, what it. were the thi- what were the things you like looked forward to the most? I looked forward to love the dunk contest, of course. I mean, it was, you always wanted to see who was going to go up, and I just loved the game. I love see I love the idea of seeing all the stars together in one game. Like, it just blew my mind. I know that's it. I would so dunk contest for sure. You know, as we were growing up, you know. Even, you know, the Vince Carter one in 2000, that will forever hold like a special place in my heart and uh, T-Mac and those guys. Um, but, you know, over the past, I guess, what, 10 years, the three-point you know contest? and Yeah. But that is like bled into the game to where one of my favorite things in the, in the middle of All-Star games were like breakaway dunks and, you know, the off the backboard, catch it, dunk in the lane. And now we've seen this whole the three point shift or as some people call it, the nerds you know out there the three point don't shift. you start talking about analytics isaac don't <laughs> you start talking about those analytics <laughs> Giannis had a good night but he shot no actually shot 16 16 but the best nights or the best moments of the whole night were what three pointers and I, it's just another thing of you know it was the dame and steph you know threes from half court that got everyone hyped and I was like, it was just a crazy kind of moment of not just has the the three point contest overtaken the dunk contest as the most exciting thing, but even in the game now, we're like more excited about these long distance three point sh- shots, you know, consider these dumb dunks happen. Yeah, because look at what I mean, look at what Curry did and what Lillard did, and Luca even got one off. Like, just, there's certain guys that can hit those shots in the game, and. I don't remember dunks in this game, right? Like how many big dunks? I remember dunks Zion trying. I remember Zion trying. I remember Rudy Gobert wide open all by himself just threw down a two-handed dunk and was like, yeah, all the haters. NBA Jam, LeBron. Baguettes. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON20 and get 20% off your next order. So, all right, on today's show, we're going to break down the all-star Weeknight, <laughs> not a weekend, the All-Star Night. So there was the, the All-Star Game, there was a skills challenge, there was a three-point contest, the dunk contest, and all that. Uh, Luca participated in a way. Participated uh, is, the I think, the best way to say it. <laughs> uh, Luca on NBA.com, it says he played 32 minutes, the most on Team LeBron. That does not seem right to me. Really? I do are, not. Are, I don't, are we sure that they didn't put him and Jokic's just minutes together like Marv? Uh, hundred percent believe that is not correct. I'm going to keep looking. I'm going to look on ESPN and see if it's the same, but yeah, it says that Luca had the, the most minutes. I don't think that's true. Eight points, eight assists, three boards in the game. Uh, he was a minus one on a team that won by 20 points. So he's trash. Basically. Oh my gosh. What is Luca doing? <laughs> he had some interesting plays. He kind of had, some, it's, it's still very obvious to me that he's like still the young guy, right? 
that he's oh, yeah. like he's like the super talented you know freshman in uh i don't know yearbook whatever whatever club like you're part of in high school and like everyone knows that this guy can bring stuff so he's he has a place at the table but you're not going to include him in everything, right? Like that's still for the seniors and the juniors and yeah. people that have been there before, right? Because it's their turn because for in a, in a while, they're not going to be able to do that anymore and it'll be Luca's time, right? But it's just not Luca's time right now. And Luca doesn't seem to be the guy to take over during an all-star. He's not like a maniac, right? Like there's just certain yeah. guys that are maniacs. We're like, I got it. Like Kobe, I got to take over right now and show everybody. And Co- Luca doesn't have to do that. He'll take over in a real game when it matters and all that. But in an all-star game, he, do- he doesn't feel the need to, I don't know if that's a necessarily a good thing or bad thing, but he doesn't no, feel th- the need to like take the ball all the time. Well, I mean, you look at the youngest guys in this game, Luca, you know, is 22, Jason Tatum's 19, you know, Zion. still still 19 uh but no he's not he's 22 I, I, i'm glad you brought up that point about luca because it goes you know i referenced this luca leadership piece that i wrote for maps.com a while back but there was a there was a piece in or a part in that piece that i was talking to an old assistant coach uh for the mavs and who's not with the team now but he was telling me how when luca came on board as a rookie and we all know Luca's, you know, background and all the accolades he had coming into the NBA. But when he came in as a rookie, he joined this team that had other vets on the team of DeAndre and Harrison and Wes and these guys. And Luca and Dirk. I mean, obviously Dirk is there and JJ. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about the guys who got traded, and I was like, all right, Dirk didn't get traded. And say Dirk and not say Dirk and say DeAndre. But like Luca. He was telling that assistant coach telling how like Luca purposely, you know, he realized like these are the vets and like the leadership role that wasn't the role that he he didn't want to take. He didn't want to step on. That was the exact quote I got was like he didn't want to step on their toes, their like leadership toes on that. And I thought that was fascinating because it just shows the respect that he has, you know, for for the guys who've put in the time in the league and stuff. And that's not just the all-star game. It's, it's something that was in, that's in his DNA, too, of when he came you know, to the Mavs. And it wasn't until Dirk retired. It wasn't until that all-star, you know, that a trade deadline break, you know, break that trade deadline to where they sent off, you know, DeAndre and Wes in that deal. They sent off Harrison Barnes to Sacramento. It was at that moment that Luke was like, all right, now it's the changing of the guard. Now it's my time to step into, into the leadership role. So I think it is, I think it is a respect thing from Luca of, Hey, I'm here. I'm grateful for it. I'm honored to be here, but this is also LeBron's league right now. This is also these guys who have, you know, Chris Paul and these guys too. So he's not the type that's going to come in and, hey, I'm going to step on everybody's toes and try to show you all. They know how good Luca is. There's a reason why he's the, uh, uh, another starter in, uh, yeah, second time in three years, first three years of the season. He's special. And that he was picked again, right? By, by LeBron and, and all that. So, oh, yeah. Over uh, Kawhi. Do we, I don't know if we want to make this a whole indictment on, on Luca or just the whole conversation about his mentality, but do we think that Donnie and Cuban and Carlisle saw that in Luca? And that's the reason why they traded one of the, another reason why they traded all those veteran guys his first year where they were like, uh, hmm, we kind of got kind of get some of these guys out of, out of his way in that aspect too. I don't know. I don't think I wouldn't say, which we don't know this, but I wouldn't say it was a like leadership thing. I think it was more of, 
Luke is the best player on our team at, at 19 and we want to give him the full reins and let him completely run our team and not have to not, you know, be pushed in the back for a rebound. <laughs> but <laughs> which, is it ironic which now, that <laughs> which now Blake Griffin will get to be. So <laughs> Blake Griffin might fall over if he's, uh, is it ironic that Luca and Zion looked like the oldest players moving on the court? <laughs> and they're like the youngest guys out there because I mean, both of those guys just look like they're laboring down the floor. And I was just laughing at, it. I'm like, you're literally the youngest guys out there. Jokic too. Jokic was lumbering a little bit. Okay. Which, yeah, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jokic Gobert too. when he had the ball in transition, when he had, anytime he had the ball, he was, he was laboring too, because I'm not used to holding this thing. What is this? What, what is something in your life that you were a part of? that you cared less about than Luca <laughs> did the skills competition. Uh, my parents have taken me to many Sunday church services. That <laughs> I cared less about. There I was many, you. many a Christmas Eve service where I had to wear a itchy sweater that I did not care to be a part of. <laughs> what about like dinner at your in-laws? Oh, dinner at anybody, any, no, anybody. So my dad is a pastor, right? So we, how many times do we go to dinner with somebody that I was like, never going to see again in my life? <laughs> somebody at the church, you're like, they're so annoying. I don't From know. our church or another church or somebody that didn't have anybody my age. So you're just like, why am I, you know, like, why am I here at this point? I try to make in-laws joke because my wife's in the kitchen doing some things. Barb, what's your new novella called? Amor Jemai. If you listen, if you watch a novella uh, called Amor Jemai, tweet at me so I can connect you with my wife so you can talk about novellas. Anyway. There you go. go. Yeah. But obviously, Luca did not care about the skills challenge, didn't even take his warm-ups off, did not seem like he was super into the all-star game either. Maybe he's just waiting around for his time or giving, you know, he's he's on a team with LeBron and Lillard and Curry and like guys that have won MVPs before. So took a little bit of a backseat. That was kind of the uh, that kind of stunk in that aspect. But coming up, let's get into some more about this weekend. Talk about what how Luca looked in skills and all that kind of stuff. We'll talk about what else we enjoyed about this All-Star Weekend. The dunk contest. Somebody got robbed. Somebody got robbed. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on anything sports. So much stuff that you can get into betonline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKEDON. Get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Let's see if they have any NBA games right now. They don't have any NBA games at this point, but they do have odds for the championship. Where would you say the Mavericks are right now? How many teams do you think are above them? Uh, seven. Odds to win the title. More than seven. The Lakers plus 227. Nets plus 290. That's real close right there. Lakers and Nets. Those are the two bet online favorites. Clippers are plus 550. Jazz plus 700. Bucks plus 800. Sixers plus 1200. Mm. That's to win the championship. That's a that's pretty juicy. Suns plus twenty five hundred, Celtics plus twenty eight hundred, Nuggets plus twenty eight hundred, Heat plus thirty three hundred, and I have not even said the Dallas Mavericks yet plus five thousand. So right now, icy. Put a hundred bucks on the Mavs, win five thousand bucks if they win the title. That'd be Shout a pretty good. To- that, that'd be a pretty good day for everybody. Shout out to Kenny Smith who said before the game about odds. He's like, oh, you, 
you put down one dollar, you get eight hundred dollars for Covington. <laughs> Not exactly. I don't think it works that way. Go to betonline.ag. It has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds that you want. It's the best place to sign up and put your bets down, and it's free. Use promo code Lockdown to get a fifty percent welcome bonus to the first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We're covering everything you need to know about the Dallas Mavericks, but what about the rest of sports? Now join Lockdown Today host Peter Bukowski and all of the great hosts on the Lockdown Podcast Network, including yours truly today, Monday. Go check out Lockdown Today. I'm talking about All-Star Weekend, all kinds of stuff on there. Good stuff, under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Lockdown Today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac Harris. So uh, let's just walk through the day, right? Let's let's walk through because it was all in one day. Did you enjoy all of All Star Weekend in one day? I missed the Rising Stars game, even though it's a little bit more of a joke than the NBA game. Sometimes you get some fun stuff. Like the one that I always remember is Tim Hardaway Jr. and Deion Waiters going back and forth. Like who are these guys oh, yeah. going off all like randomly? But every once in a while, I get something fun like that. I enjoy the whole weekend of it. You get to see, you know, different social media stuff from guys and see who guys are hanging out with. And it just didn't have that this year, which you understand. And it had a weird vibe because Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid were taken out of the game before, you know, it even started and all that kind of stuff. And so what did you think about having everything in one day? Um, I feel like you can be on two sides of it. I think uh, my family enjoyed it that way. Because it's just one night uh, compared to All-Star Weekend. You know, my wife uh, asked me earlier today, she's like, all right, so it's just Sunday. It just like kind of dawned on her that it hadn't been going on the whole weekend. And I do I I do miss it being spread out. I like the whole weekend experience. I like All-Star Saturday night. I just, I enjoy that. No matter if it, no matter if all three things just flop and fail, I love looking forward to All-Star Saturday night and, the build up to the dunk contest, whether it sucks or not, and a three point shootout. I just love all of that. I love the I love the players and a, a low key thing. I love the all star players who are part of the team being there and like you know their street clothes and all of that. Yeah, you know on the front, you know first few well, rows. With some of the fam. best, some of the best moments of All Star Weekend is like Kevin Garnett getting up on the sidelines yeah, and Shaq, LeBron, you know, Le- with his. Yeah, Shaq with his little camera or LeBron with his like old, you know, Nokia phone or whatever, like filming. There's all kinds of all kinds of fun stuff like that. Uh, Yeah, just guys on the sidelines. I remember like, was it Carl Anthony Towns and Wiggins? Like when Zach Levine won the dunk contest that first time when he was with the Wolves, they're like on the sidelines going, oh, yeah, there's all kinds of pictures and stuff like that. That's what makes it fun. As far as getting stuff done, like personally, I enjoyed it because it's been, it was one night, you know, I, I spent the past, you know, two nights, Saturday night, Friday night. I'm like, wow, this is weird. We don't have a pod. We don't have a game. We don't have anything. I'm actually like just watching TV and getting caught up on things. And so I enjoyed it for that sense. But for like a NBA, I don't know, addict, I want the whole weekend. Give it all. I watched two movies I'd never watched before on Saturday. Ooh. I watched Pulp watch? Fiction and I watched Coming to America. I was like, I was like, I've never watched these movies and I'm just gonna put them on. And so random. I know. Well, Coming to America, I wanted to watch the second one, and so yeah, first one anyway. Uh, Pulp Fiction. This is my take on Pulp Fiction. I don't know. This and and I know, I understand. I'm watching it way after the fact, like like years and years. Like I was, you know, what two years old when that movie came out or whatever. Uh, that movie thinks that it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> like this movie when they put it together we're like this is a really cool movie like we're just a cool you know kind of anyway. like avatar like the movie not like your avatar the movie was no that you do not compare the avatar movie with 
Pulp Fiction was actually a good movie. Anyway, all right. So, uh, walking through the day, the, the Ben Simmons stuff and, and Joel Embiid, them being out of the game because the, uh, their barber tested po- their tested positive or had at first had an inconclusive test and then apparently tested positive. That stuff was, I mean, all the people that said this is the this All Star Weekend was a waste of time. We shouldn't be doing it. It's it's a you know a joke and all that. That that was like fodder for them, right? Like that was just more and more proof that something was going to yeah. happen. And then you had the tweet from one of the reporters. I think it was either Stein or or Woj that said the NBA's biggest nightmare is that there would be a COVID outbreak in their their All Star like the you know collection of the most important players in the league. Uh, I I kind of agree that it was sort of a, a waste and they shouldn't have done it. I do think they sort of they sort of made up for it by pushing all the HBCU stuff and all the, you know, that they raised money for those charities. And we did miss having all the kids in the audience though. Remember that from, yeah, from sure. last season, that would have been super fun. They didn't get to do that this year, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You go back and forth and I, at least they all, they got it all done in one night. We're able to get it done, but um, yeah. Yeah. If they canceled the whole thing, I would have been perfectly fine with it. Yeah. You know, too. considering that it didn't, you know, count towards anything, but with them having it, at least uh, they made a good cause out of it and raised a lot of money. Yeah, they did. They raised almost what two million dollars. Raised. They they gave two million dollars. They didn't raise. <laughs> yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that stuff was good. I really really appreciated that that they were able to push that. It was in Atlanta, and so it was fitting that that was their the charity that they focused on. Speaking of, speaking of being in Atlanta, uh, shout out to all the Hawks players that were all stars and that participated. They spent the all that money this summer, and it paid off in All Star Weekend. Hey, the the biggest Hawks players that got the most screen time was Dominique and Spud. Probably still the best players in your franchise history. <laughs> oh, brutal. Absolutely brutal. Luca, Luca in the skills challenge, like my guy didn't even take off his warm-ups. And it wasn't like a Larry Bird thing <laughs> in the three-point contest where remember when Larry Bird goes out and he's like, I'm not even gonna take off my warm-ups because I'm gonna win this so easily. Luca was just like out there and, and the guy that won at Sabonis was the only one that warmed up. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> we joked about it though on this pod, didn't we? Joke about this on Friday that well, we we laughed and said, "Will Luca care? Like, will Luca even try?" Yes, this? yeah, no, we knew, we knew <laughs> and, he wasn't uh, gonna care. And yeah, I mean, that was like next level not care. He was just standing there trying to pass the ball. Then I mean, just jogging and my okay. Wearing I'll be a, a little bit jacket. <laughs> I'll be a little bit old man. Get off my lawn about it. Of. I'm all down if somebody wants to like just chill and not do crap. And it's like, hey, I'm just going to kick back and do the thing. I probably wouldn't sign up for it if I just didn't care about it. But well, you know. how much did he have a choice though? Because some of those contests. Okay, if he didn't have a choice, then yeah. Some of those con- dunk contests is different, but for some of the other ones, it's like just get all the all stars and whichever you know, whichever ones like. Yeah, because they were all all stars, well, except Covington. Except Covington, that was the weird. Again, I stand by the fact that it was the guy quarantined and everything to run down the court three times didn't hey, even well, didn't even break a sweat got to Cassius, hang out in atlanta in a hotel room by himself i guess Cassius stanley did it to dunk twice so well Cassius stanley actually got robbed though robert covington did not get robbed is it a hot take to think that he didn't get robbed you didn't think Cassius stanley got robbed i didn't know okay in the dunk contest Cassius stanley the pacers goes the first dunk was the best dunk of maybe the night and he got the lowest score in the first round yeah, I, I thought it was a good dunk, but he had one like, one good dunk. The the other one sucked. He couldn't pull it off, and then it was just like a normal dunk. Well, it threw him and, off his rhythm. 
Like, like it like, did, like but we also act like that through him off his rhythm. If you weren't watching and you watch NBA Twitter, you would think that he jumped from the rafters and did like a somersault 360. And like it was a cool dunk, but I don't. It wasn't like I loved what Simons did. I loved that first dunk that he did. I loved the T Mac dunk. He at least had two dunks that I actually really liked. So I was okay with him winning. Stanley like the, had the, the, the kissing the rim dunk. Like no, that if, was dumb. No, all of that was Simon's dumb. dunks were like straight up and down. It felt like the first one I didn't really care for that he pulled. He grabbed it off of the. Oh, I thought that was really impressive for his size. He's tiny on the court. I mean, yeah, it's a, it was. I guess it was impressive, but it's not cool. Well, it's like what Spud Webb. I mean, Spud Webb won one crap because it's like, hey, he's, he's tiny. He can dunk. And to see, yeah, I know Simon's different. not. Spud Webb is like shorter than us. Yeah, I get that. But like where Simon's grabbed that ball and where his head and face was at the rim, I thought it was I, like when he put it up there, I was like, no, no, he's he's not going to get that. He's just going to go was, up and. It was a cool yeah. dunk if like somebody did that in an open gym and you're like, oh, dang, like somebody. Nobody can do sunk. that in an open gym. Nobody can jump that high in an open, open That's gym. That's why it would have been cool. <laughs> No, that's why I thought it was really cool. And I liked his team. He at least had two dunks that I, I thought was really cool. At least it had originality. Like that was the thing. I've never seen it before. And True. so I like Stanley's dunk. It's just, I liked it. And I thought it was, you know, it was one dunk. So. The first Obi Toppin dunk had some originality to it too, where he bounced it between yeah, his that legs. Was cool. That one was was original. And I still think that the, the cashless one was a little bit better, but. Yeah, it is what it is. We'll never fix the dunk contest, judges. And uh, yeah, shout out to DJ Khaled. And Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne Wade, yeah, for ruining it again. Can we can we give an anti-shout out to having to listen to Shaq and Dwayne Wade all night and then Reggie Miller and Chris Webber? Like, what Where a, was Chuck? Uh, Chuck, I, could I, not, I, Chuck could not be bothered to go to All-Star Week night. <laughs> I would rather have Barkley complaining than, than to listen to... Dwayne Wade give three point contest advice. Oh, what, what, let me tell you, Isaac. What I would have done is I would have stood here and did that. Dwayne Wade, you and shot twenty two percent from three in your career. Yeah, please tell me how to shoot three pointers. Like you and I could have said what I would have done. Dwayne Wade had the yeah. option to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, but he was not good enough at it. Us, our yes. entire careers are hypothetical. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, skills competition are we are we in and out like i would almost rather have the shooting stars thing back like give me shooting was, stars before it was like funny they used to when the skills contest first started doing like guards and bigs it was kind of fun but now the line is so blurred that like Jokic is the most skilled and sabonis is super skilled and it's like there's not really a big difference between the skill it's, of it's guards just, and bigs I don't I have zero appetite for skills competition. I don't. I care think they had to change all. up the 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 events, like they're the the actual obstacle course part of it. I don't yes, know. they have to change something up. All right, coming up, let's get into some more. We'll actually talk about the game a little bit, I guess. Get into, um, you know, how Team LeBron was able to, to win this so heavily. Some of our favorite moments of the All Star Game. There's some moments that stand out. So we'll get into all that coming up. But before we do, oh, Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. Go get some delicious protein bars that taste like a candy bar. Go check it out. All kinds of stuff. We're doing a Built Bar bracket right now. If you guys have not seen this, we are promoting it all over social. It's the big thing right now for March. They're doing a Built Bar bracket right now between the Apple Almond Crisp, solid bar, and the Churro Puff. And then Peanut Butter Brownie 
and raspberry. Isaac, of those two, peanut butter brownie or raspberry, which one you got? Moving on. Oh, I'm going with raspberry. I, got I love the raspberry too. That I love that one. I thought I was going to get some pushback from you. But yeah, I'm going raspberry over peanut butter brownie. Go to builtbar.com and you can... You can go ahead and uh, vote on these or go to at built underscore bar and you can vote. You can check out all of our different social medias across the Locked On Network. And that's the matchups for today. So go vote on those if you've had those. If you haven't, go ahead and try some. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That's LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who's won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar from Built Bar. It's going to be coconut brownie chunk, right? Like, there's no way that coconut it brownie chunk It should be. I just matter. don't know if enough people have tried it yet. Well, at least at least enough hosts on the Lockdown Podcast Network have, so it's I getting should. all of our votes. <laughs> yes, it will. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKDOWN20. Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs, and how much do you really know about these potential NBA stars of tomorrow? If you want to know more, you need to subscribe to the new Lockdown NBA Draft Podcast, Prospect Scouting Reports, Draft rumors, mock draft, full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today. Follow Locked On NBA Draft. Our boy Mavs Draft is on there on Tuesdays, so make sure you check out that episode especially. All right, Isaac, what were some of your favorite moments of the All-Star game? We can't kind of can't do Luka moments. We got a Luka dunk and yeah. a Luka like, deep three that was from the logo, even though the logo was like a mile wide. So we got a, a logo three. We got a couple of really good assists from Luca. Uh, he had like one pass that was a two-handed bouncer as he drove through the lane to Steph Curry. And then Steph Curry did the whole thing where he shoots and then turns around mid while the ball's in midair. That stuff was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite moment of – let's start with Luca. Uh, well, gosh. Uh, the gif of his like announcement as an all-star – no, Before it was, the it skills, was skills competition. Yeah, skills challenge when he waves. That was probably my favorite part of the weekend. That was the. I it honestly could be. It could have been the only time I like <laughs> laughed out loud. It was like a, an intro to a Disney uh, you know movie or TV show. Yeah, everyone's uh, doing the the full house thing where they're doing the whole intro and Luca's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Luca. But I mean, honestly, there's not a lot of like stuff he did on the court. I mean, I the Luca dunk, sure. Uh, you know, Kyrie tried to ISO him out, you know, a few times there, but, but no, I mean, Luca was just in chill mode the whole time. Him and Jokic seemed like they were just buddies. They sat beside each other on the bench. There was a time in the fourth where Jokic grabbed Tatum as he was like driving and he was just like holding him and they called the foul on Jokic and Luca was on the bench just dying laughing at Jokic because <laughs> it, it was just a funny play by Jokic. You could tell they actually, they, they seem like they're pretty good friends. And it's American. really hard to tell them apart, apparently. <laughs> Marv Albert, this is the last year of his contract. Bless and uh, I'm not sure he's getting that. I'm not, I'm not sure he's uh, accepting the qualifying offer. Not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure he's. Uh, <laughs> but I'll just say for the whole night, um, I thought it was a pretty boring game because a lot of times, the, you know, the best part of the All-Star game is the fourth quarter and it's close. And you have those defining moments, you know, you yeah, have yeah. the starters out there. It's intense. And this was just, you know, pretty much a 20 point lead the majority of the game. And it got a little fun, a little bit in the fourth. But I'm also not complaining about it either because it's the all-star game. I think some people walked into this game wanting something not the all-star game. I'm like, 
why, why are we all complaining so much? Yes. Because this is what, I mean, this is like, this is what you get, you know? It's like you go into a movie to see like Fast and the Furious or some action movie. And <laughs> this like, movie has walk- no substance. <laughs> yeah. And you're walking out and you're complaining about it. It's like, no, no, you knew what you were yeah, getting when you walked in. So just like either turn it off, but if you have to watch it, just, I don't know. There's just a lot of complaining, but just Steph Curry in general. I mean, he was the winner of the night for me. The three-point contest, it's so fun to see somebody so good at their craft just perfect it like he has. And, I mean, he's the best shooter I've ever seen. And the three-point contest and the and the game, some of those shots. I tweeted out at one point. At one point, he had shot 64 threes on the night because I combined both. The, <laughs> and probably more than that counting, you know, yeah. warm-ups. But he's, he's just so much fun. He, he will be one of the, like – the more favorite players or my favorite players to ever watch play the game. He just always will. He's so much fun when he's on my TV. I have to watch. I just love watching play basketball. So the all-star voting for the most valuable player. So Giannis wins it. It's the Kobe Bryant award, which is awesome. Which I understood 16 or 16. And I know a lot of those dunks, but he had a couple threes too. So I get why he won. That one step back where him and Jokic were just laughing down the court the whole time. Yeah. That was, that was great. Uh, our our guy Keith Pompey from Lockdown Sixers has a vote. I did not realize that, but wow. shout out to him. Uh, Reggie Miller got Keith, a vote. Keith's killing those ad reads. <laughs> uh, Giannis got 10 out of the 12 possible votes. The two votes that Giannis did not get. Apparently, fan vote counted for three, and Curry got two of those, and Giannis got one. So the fan vote had Curry winning over Giannis, which I found kind of interesting. Uh, he's just a you know fun guy to watch. He didn't get enough shots, I guess. He had nineteen. He had nineteen shots. Giannis only had sixteen, but it works a little different when Giannis is just running down the lane dunking. Uh, one of my favorite moments of the game was the back to back to back guard to guard alley oops from yeah, Team LeBron. That was fun. I put them all on Lockdown NBA Pod, so if you want to go watch them, just go through that feed on Twitter and just watch all those back to back to back. I think it was uh, Chris Paul to Lillard. And then it was Chris Paul to Curry, and then it was uh, Curry to Chris Paul, which was like, <laughs> can we say give Imagine a shout out though? Throwing a lob to, to Chris Paul, <laughs> that accuracy. I think that was one of the most impressive things was the accuracy on those passes because you know when you have somebody that has a catch radius forever, you know that's actually actually can catch a duck, not Willie Cauley Stein, but like Chris Paul or you know Steph Curry, something like that. No. I'm, if they don't have the catch, you know, the catch radius, then you have to perfect like where you throw it. And for guys like that, you have to throw that ball at the exact perfect spot. And these oops were not in the paint. Like these oops were like beyond the three point line that Chris Paul threw and then Steph threw. So I was like more impressed by those passes than those guys dunking. But yeah, that was so much fun. Uh, So the, the Meghan Markle and, and Harry interview is going wild tonight. And Serena Williams just put out a statement and Jay Adande said, the Avengers are assembling. Who would be the, the this is now the only thing I can think about. Who would the other Avengers be? Meghan Markle, Serena Williams, Beyonce, would she have to be in there? I mean, LeBron would have to be in there. Well, I think it's just, I think it's just women. Oh, okay, okay, coming okay. To, For, coming to Meghan Markle's age. To the, okay, okay. I thought you meant like the top athletes. In, well, Meghan Markle's not, but. Okay. Anyway, I don't know why. Oh, I, just, we, I found that very fascinating. Thinking about who would who would be the Avengers? <laughs> oh man, this is, this could be a whole pod. <laughs> we could. Uh, oh, does Simone Biles have to be part of it? Probably. 
Oh yeah, yeah. If we go to the, yeah, if we go Rihanna. To the Rihanna. Oh, oh, you said Beyonce too. So I mean, okay. Well, this just opens up. It just everything. opens up like, the whole. It's, it's, the, it's all of it, right? It's just all of it. <laughs> what would Oprah be? I mean, oh, Oprah is is Nick Fury for sure. <laughs> give her an give Oprah an eye patch, and she's she's I'm assembling as, <laughs> assembling I'm the out. Avengers. We're in this pod now. <laughs> if you're still watching on WFAA. <laughs> congrats on making it this far if you are watching on wfa thank you so much go subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify google play all that if you're not watching the podcast you can on wfaa.com slash sports you can check that out youtube is coming we're working on that as a company so that will be up soon uh yeah we will be back tomorrow talking about the kevin love and andre drummond larry nance rumors we'll be talking about all that not blake griffin get into those trade rumors we'll talk about the blake griffin thing too since we didn't get to it today guys thanks so much for listening to locked on maps peace out boom we are early third quarter from state farm arena in atlanta the home of the atlanta hawks and another long range this time it's dutch